I love you. Hola, e bienvenidos. Uh, I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh, and uh, we're back to Disney's animation with the wartime era. Here we are. I am the Faceless Leon, um, your favorite Disney character, and you'll. It just the movie got shelved, and I. I but I'm letting oh, you know man. it could have happened. Could have would have. So it's somewhere in the vault. Yeah, somewhere in the vault. Uh, you know, on the dustiest shelf. Right underneath Disney's head. Yeah. Uh, it was back... It was kind of a similar situation from this film, where the government approached them and wanted to do a certain thing. It was kind of like my coming out <laughs> thing. They were going to let the world oh, know. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, but then then they're like, nah, you know what? He's kind of scary. Let's, let's not do this. So, you know. Damn it. White men, man. People judge. This is a podcast about movies and TV, and uh, today we are doing a Disney playlist, as we said, but it's also kind of a sequel smash, because uh, yeah. these movies are saludos, amigos. They're a package deal. They, it inspired the three caballeros. So yeah, they kind of do kind of go together, and all in all, it makes a two-hour and 22-minute film. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, <laughs> and... The re- the real reason was we watched Saludos Amigos and I was like, "Hey man, I don't really remember that movie and I don't think there's much to talk about, right?" And you're like, "Yeah, let's go ahead and just pair it with Three Caballeros." And I was like, "Solid." <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. makes out it does make out for a good uh, sequel smash. It really uh, does. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I I, think... But I didn't I didn't really do any research on why these movies came about. All okay. I did was just look up, uh, so yeah, I was, I was hoping you did, but because it's like all I did was look up the stories because sure. I really do struggle to remember all the different right yeah, uh, yeah. stories in both movies. I Because they're both like um, Fantasia. They're both like Fantasia, I know, yeah. where it's a bunch of many, many episodes make up Strung a movie. up together, yeah. And uh, in particular, uh, especially Salud- Saludos Amigos, well, I guess... Both of them do this, rather. But Saludos Amigos is just particular in particular South America. It is highlighting that culture. It's kind of like... Did you ever watch Rick Steves? Like the traveling show? No, I did not. Okay, so it kind was of this, feels was like this a traveling on Nickelodeon? show. No, it's not on Nickelodeon. It was on like PBS or something like that. It's like, it's like this... He he's just this white guy that goes traveling around the world and he's he's kind of got a really dry even tone it's just a travel documentary of him going and he had a Uh, whole series and for for some reason it was really popular and i say that i enjoyed them it was kind of (laughs) like it was kind of like his his voice it's kind of like a zen thing i guess it's just very nice easy you get to see these different things but it's definitely through the lens of rick steves while these movies are through the lens of donald duck 
Okay. Fucking love that name, Rick Steve. I think that's it. Yeah, my travel documentary when I was a kid was Steve Irwin. Like, oh, my yeah. brother and I just watched yeah. all of his stuff. We didn't watch anybody else, really. Yeah. In regards to travel, uh, we didn't. Yeah, where, where Steve... I guess yeah, nature is more... Yeah, Steve, like, you know, focused more on the nature kind of thing, which, I mean, you gotta travel to get to the good places, so I, I say it counts. Nice. Yeah, Rick Steve is more like what you could do if you go to this place as a tourist and it definitely saludos definitely feels like a tourist is particularly an american tourist going through these um (laughs) these uh areas oh man it's so it's so bad at times It's, it's sometimes sometimes it is uh particularly where like when donald gets dressed up in the the inca boys clothes and uh the narrator says something to affect uh that the the tourist is never satisfied until he gets to partake in the local costume and i'm like yeah jesus yeah <laughs> that's so yeah, this is, true yeah, the, <laughs> oh, both God. of these movies though are uh open up with that racist card you know yeah where it's just like uh, there are some cultural uh yeah negatives i can't remember what yeah they're where they're saying hey we we did this thing long time ago and we recognize it might have been insensitive i personally was more insulted with with goofy as the oh gosh yes el gaucho el gauchos thank you yeah i think i think his was a little bit more appropriation than the other especially because it was a lot of making fun of what they do i feel like yeah it was bad yeah it wasn't great but there are parts in here that i did enjoy in particular should we we start with the first oh yeah i guess yeah we could go in order no 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 you were gonna lead into one well it's it is the second one we kind of already talked about lake titty kaka i i would say yeah uh yeah there's not really much there but that (laughs) just go to lake titty kaka and uh it does it's just donald donald being a tourist there is something to mention about these two movies is that they do the thing where they mix animation and live action. And the beginning of it is oh, just yeah. the Disney and RKO guys actually going to Lake Titicaca yeah. and, and filming the actual people there. Saludos Amigos's, uh blend of live action and animation worked for me because it was boring and it was like, all right, yeah, I get this what uh the three couple yaros did freak me the fuck out <laughs> I, was just, I was not expecting it i wasn't either i wasn't either i guess we'll get to that but yeah uh sh- i yeah i get. i feel like that we kind of put that in a nutshell it's literally donald duck being a tourist at lake titty kaka yeah that is the the bit. not much happens there yeah uh but pedro pedro he's a he's a little airplane uh, a male plane I kind of liked his story. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Uh, he he has to go do the mail because his his big Papa Strong mail plane can't do it, and his mom can't do it either because <laughs> she's a female plane. <laughs> yeah, That's, I remember that. That is not exactly word for word what happened, but they do introduce them as a strong mail plane and a female plane. Like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. the joke is they're male planes but why does she have to be a female yeah they're like yeah i don't know yeah they're like the fighter pilot or something like that like 
they have like better builds and everything and she's like a biplane or something yeah, right yeah that's right yeah she's she she is supposed to look uh dainty um and incapable of of getting the mail instead of their like i don't know like five or six year old son but i did <laughs> while while i complain about this there's some bits i really enjoyed like where they're going along talking about how they train pedro and they're, yeah, they're showing him was... at the school and they're like and he learns anatomy and they show a skeleton of an airplane <laughs> <laughs> oh that got me pretty good right i do remember that i'll be honest uh in in proper uh green and faceless fashion we watched this like two weeks ago yeah and so most of it is out of my mind i should have like rewatched that one in particular because my notes say compelling tale educational though endearing and well done and that's all i wrote for this wow <laughs> so it's like you know i i remember i remember i did like it after i watched it yeah i just don't remember much about it i do remember the skeleton joke when you brought that back up yeah that was pretty uh, good and i remember him struggling i remember him struggling against the storm at the end when he's trying to deliver the mail and right. i remember that was you know that was where the compelling part came in because you know you, you do like this character because he is cute and he's fighting against this storm to accomplish his goal and you're like oh come on you could do it you know it's like yeah. you could be the train that could <laughs> so uh i don't have the name of the mountain here but there's this big scary mountain that he was warned not to fly close to and he does and i do feel like the depiction on the mountain might be construed as uh unfavorable depiction of native peoples but uh i don't know like i i just wanted to put that out there before i said that i actually liked how uh, angular and sharp the features were on the mountain's face because uh yeah it did make it look rather intimidating uh and also it's it's a rock formation so uh but it you yeah. know i wanted to say that i i don't know if there's any controversy behind it so if there is sorry for liking yeah. it um <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh yeah he drives a little too close to the mountain and then he gets uh uh, he finally gets the mail and on his way back he gets caught up in a storm like you said and then they play it like he didn't make it they play it like he's dead yeah I know and I'm it, like, it scared oh my the crap God. out of me yeah I thought I was like oh is this our first like hero death in Disney and eventually he does, <laughs> he does come he does come back Yeah. he delivered the mail and it was one postcard <laughs> this is this is strictly coming from wikipedia so it's like this is not no incredible research here but i did read that somebody wasn't and i can't remember who but somebody of the culture where pedro's from wasn't in love with the character because he thought it misrepresented the culture so he created his own character who i don't remember the name of because i'm a i'm garbage at this <clears throat> but that character i guess is a very beloved character in that hmm. in that uh culture now Oh, that's so cool. it, it inspired it inspired a cultural icon. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The culture is Chile. It's yeah. It's it's Thank you. over the mountains in Chile because that's all Chile is really. <laughs> <laughs> I I I mean obviously there's culture and people there. I do want to say that irregard or God I keep saying irregardless. I I still don't think that's a word. Uh, regardless. <laughs> of my lack of knowledge you know about this area that, that and my you know the, how this you know i found these both these movies quite boring sure 
And regardless of that fact, one thing I think both of them accomplished was that I'm interested in learning more about Latin America. And because, yeah. you know, it, it's another area of, you know, the world and history that I just haven't, you know, I, I, I again, I maybe blame my blame my education being raised up in a, in a small Indiana town. But, you know, there was little talk about other cultures and, you know, yeah. other areas of geography. We went over it. We definitely went over it. But it was like, you know, hit, done. We're, go you know, moving on to the next area. And it's like, it, there are neighbors. We should know. Yeah. And like, watch, you know, I think one thing was like, watch this movie of Shay. <laughs> Though Shay is a good movie. <laughs> I like that yeah, movie. Yeah, it is. That's basically the extent of my uh, covering of anywhere below United States from school was brief mentions of other cultures. Watch Shay that was it and so I'm, I'm i do have i am happy that both these movies made me interested in you know looking right. deeper into those cultures again right. even if they aren't like necessarily accurate depictions like it does yeah. draw your interest to to the cultures because they're the some of the depictions of the people themselves are questionable but the culture as a whole i feel like this movie is really trying to put them in a positive light and the reason being is because I if I'm if I'm correct this is this came out before we were involved in World War II. Uh, it came out in 1942. So US government they came to Disney and they're like, "Hey, we want you to do a good world a goodwill tour of South America," which is pretty much what this movie is. That that's this movie in a nutshell. Basically, it was to uh give some pop pop excuse me positive propaganda for america mm -hmm. to south america because there were latin american governments that were um in good relations with nazi germany so uh mm -hmm. it was before we even like were committing troops we were our government was trying to do stuff to slow hitler down because he was you know he's gobbling up europe like a machine so yeah uh this is the reason why this movie came about which i think knowing that that's the history of it is is very interesting and you know we might not even yeah. have any latin american film from disney especially from this era if that wasn't the case so that's that's pretty interesting. yeah it's pretty cool nice bit of history right there yeah i wonder how much i wonder how much like walt disney was involved in you know because i like because i feel like they were you know they were pretty popular at this time but like yeah they I but it was how, still how, pretty how young. much sway they had the company i feel like is is less than 10 years old no 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 he's but he's been doing little little stuff up to this point for quite some time hasn't he yeah i i feel like they're just now starting to become a money making machine like up to this point they yeah. were popular but they weren't disney yet and if the government comes to you to make a movie i think you're probably pretty big <laughs> that's fair uh, though maybe not yes. maybe it's nowadays just... maybe nowadays the government wants to keep it low-key so they go to to cheaper filmmakers yeah. But back then, the options were probably yeah. slimmer. Well, I mean, as you said, it's a prop. It feels like propaganda. Yeah, uh, it's I mean, a propaganda it is. piece. Yeah. Um, 
so it yeah so it's you know i feel like disney's especially their shorts have already established them as pretty uh pretty strong at doing that kind of stuff right. um making something that can be used as a statement that is so you know i feel like maybe that's what the government saw maybe they just saw their shorts and were like yeah these guys can make a propaganda piece for us you know yeah so just they just enlisted him Sorry for all those like super hard fact based lovers of podcasts. We I'm not we're I don't I don't play that game. <laughs> I'm not the greatest researcher of things. <laughs> yeah, we uh you know, this is our opinions mostly and you know, we're gonna throw yeah. try to throw in a little bit of fact and uh hope that we're right and if we're wrong, I guess you could tell us and we'll say, Okay, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, correct us politely in the comments. Yes. You're welcome to do that. We would love that. Uh, so, El Gaucho Goofy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, his depiction I didn't think was so great. But first off, like, he's not playing a, a native character. He is playing the American Goofy. But he comes down yeah. to Argentina and then, like, becomes a gaucho. Yeah. Wasn't he, like, a cowboy yeah, or something? Yeah, he was an American and, cowboy. Yeah. And then he comes, yeah. Cause I remember he was smoking. I remember that he had a oh, cigarette. Yeah. Oh yeah, so scandalous. Oh, I remember man. like they like I remember when he came on screen and I was like, "You serious?" I was like, "Disney had a like Goofy smoking. That's fucking hilarious." Hey, like it was the forties. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I have to remember. Remember that there was, was no just real the way stigma it was back against cigarettes, which you know I, I just kind of assumed they would have edited it out. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's important. But I guess I guess they are yeah 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 it was important for our culture to be like hey guys you shouldn't smoke cigarettes but i don't think that like we should villainize those who do like i don't think like it's no i i get the like the idea of hey if kids see goofy smoking they're gonna think it's cool to smoke but i don't know if i necessarily buy that though either at the same time like it is cool it is cool and it, it feels great and it makes your lungs feel fuller. Uh, yeah, you look like a baller, man. Yeah, yeah, you do. Go smoke, kids. <laughs> <laughs> There's a green and face with a statement right there. Put the if, if we had video, we would put like a big red stamp on the screen. It's just like go smoke. Green go. And faceless proved. <laughs> <laughs> In reality, don't don't. It's just a joke, people. Yeah. Yeah, if you do smoke cigarettes, we don't we don't hold that against you. Uh, but you, it you are slowly killing yourself. Anyhow, yeah, they do talk about you know the like the differences. They they kind of take this one as an essay between the differences of the American cowboy and the gaucho, and that yeah. I kind of felt was interesting. And, and you know probably yeah you know. Once again, it was the 40s. Westerns were everywhere. America loved that shit. So that probably yeah. helped draw the American audience. Uh, Sean Wayne! Short. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> any Mahuawits, I do feel like I learned some interesting things that I probably otherwise wouldn't. I sadly forget most of it. The one thing I remember is that they talked about how they eat their food out on the range. They take the the bread and the meat yeah. in one hand yeah. and they cut back and <laughs> forth right. as, as they're biting it with their knife. 
and the bit was that Goofy yeah. does it so fast that he accidentally eats his knife. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that was that was pretty fun. Like that was a cool scene. I thought. Yeah. Uh, I do remember um, two things. I do remember that I enjoyed was there was a ostrich hunt scene. Oh yeah. I don't remember much about it. I just remembered I was laughing nonstop. Yeah. Um, but I also liked how Goofy interacts with the transitions. Because he's always yeah. like moving the transitions with him or something like yeah. I can't remember all of There's it. There's like, this you know, like reach in and pull something down. Yeah. There's this one where the transition comes and hits him and he's like oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, that, that, there's like some great classic cartoon bits in it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but like I keep on saying, I'm not sure that the having goofy be a gaucho was the right idea though you know if they would have no if they would have drawn up and painted one of the natives that could have been bad too so you, you yeah. just don't know i did i did find goofy to be a better comedic character than donald yeah i think at this and time donald one. was more liked because uh, they used him twice like in the next uh, next little short donald comes back but i felt I felt Goofy was just funnier. Like he's better at better at reacting to the right. comedy, right? Yeah, you because know, like when comedy happens to him, it's funny how he acts, whereas it's just funny that things happen to Donald. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Donald is like, I love hating that guy, and you know, just like other Donalds. I know. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a there's a good Donald we could all love to hate. Mm-hmm. Well, Aquarella. Do Brazil. Do Brazil. I, I, I'm, Do Brazil. I don't know how to pronounce Portuguese at all, so I'm sorry. I know no. I butchered that. Uh, but we get to meet the wonderful parrot, Jose Carioca. Uh, Carioca. Carioca. Um, and he's from Rio de Janeiro. And he meets Donald, and they become fast friends, and then he shows about the town. I kind of dis- I kind of uh, discussed all of these. I just realized I don't know. I didn't let you synopsize anything. That's totally fine. No, that's awesome because I don't. Again, I don't remember them. That's the problem with both of these films we're gonna talk about. Is I watched all of them. I I kept my eyes on the screen the whole time. I made sure of it, but I just did not retain anything. All I retained was like I did retain the interest in learning about the cultures, and that was about it. I just I found all the stories just oddly Bad. not connecting. You know, it, yeah. it's propaganda, as yeah. you said. It's it's a propaganda piece, and I don't th- those don't just interest me at all. <laughs> no, no, not really. Um, and, you know, and like I if said they, earlier, it does kind of feel like a travel video too. So for the reason that yeah. it felt like a travel video, it's definitely more entertaining than your average travel video. <laughs> yeah, if I if I had gone into it, if I had gone into it with that attitude, I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. But expecting a Disney like a movie, right. I don't know why I expected a movie, because um, again, it's just an anthology piece. But I didn't look anything up about this before watching it. I just popped it onto Disney Plus and just went with it. And you know, not knowing what to expect, I was just kind of bored. That's fair. So I forgot a lot of it. That is a hundred percent fair. I do remember with I'm gonna give it my attempt now, Aquarela do Brazil. But I do remember one thing I liked about that little animation was the paint 
paintbrush drawing yeah. the scenes into into cool. reality. That was really awesome touch. Yeah, because uh, you know it's just Jose and Donald just you know walking and singing as Jose is explaining to him the wonders and the you know the, everything that he's talking about the paintbrush is just bringing it to life around them and it's really fucking cool yeah in fact it, it brings it brings jose to life and he's really cool he's like if you guys haven't seen a depiction of of jose carioca he uh has this flat uh yellow hat and uh a uh a, a, a tails i think that it's yellow though that his jacket though i i kind of imagine it has yeah. tails but maybe it doesn't but he's wearing a yellow suit and he has an umbrella that he uses as a cane and a flute sometimes too which is pretty funny yeah uh, very fashionable yeah and you know he comes up they paint him and he's speaking entirely in portuguese and donald's like ah. Uh, uh, and, then, uh, and he's like got all these different like english to portuguese translation books and he's trying to figure out how to say it and then suddenly he's like come on donald let's go i'll show you around the town and he's like oh thank God. <laughs> perfect american reaction <laughs> right i do i do love that donald being the tourist uh he was joke a good throughout choice. both yeah. of his skits yeah he does have yeah, like, i mean because you can't understand what he's saying either yeah. so it's just like no matter like, <laughs> that's so true yeah and he also remember, remember in college when we were trying to like yeah, master the donald duck voice to do it and we cannot get anywhere close you to got it. the the only thing, you can at least get close to a voice yeah i can i can do one thing really well and that's donald getting angry <laughs> And that's the only thing I can do. Ah, shit. Yeah, the the voice actor, I can oh, I feel bad I don't have his name written down, uh, but Donald okay, Duck's voice yeah. actor, all of them. Yeah. All of them are impressive. Yeah, I mean how how can you do this? Donald Duck is Clarence Nash. Clarence Nash. Thank you. I know from a, a voice actor standpoint, you know, voice actors might be like, "No, nah, it's pretty easy to do Donald Duck voice," but you know, it's it's for for the people who do because there's many people who can do it and for the sure. people who do it that's impressive to yeah. me like we we tried so hard in college we yeah. looked up we looked up videos yeah, on we it sure did. <laughs> you gotta like warp your freaking mouth anyhow <laughs> jose was cool they played one of my favorite songs i listened to the uh jeff potter man that's that might not be right I, but brazil i listened to an uh, english translation of it all the time because it's just a freaking beautiful song. Really, it's my favorite takeaway of this that, you know, it's in here. Yeah. Uh, and, and it is a song that is traditional during festival time. Uh, at the style that is. And this is like Brazil's like all-time favorite song too. <laughs> That's what it kind of was nice. accounting to in, in the story. You know, I suppose that could change since... Yeah. 1942 but anyways <laughs> i love the song what about you this last bit had the best music for sure I think. yeah yeah definitely i don't really have much more about it because that's that's yeah. really all i remember was the singing you know i remember the music i remember the paintbrush and i remember jose right uh, and donald's tourism right bits but yeah you've summed it up it was overall if if uh you look at the whole of 
uh, Saludos Amigos. I gave it two stars. That's because it's you know it's very fair. educational in a propaganda way. You know it's 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 got a it's got a lot of a lot of good going for it in regards to making you interested in going to learn it more yourself. Right. You know because it's kind of just giving you the ABCs the the white American ABCs of yeah. <laughs> Latin America. But it, you know it, it's good animation. It is entertaining, but it's it's also forgettable. And yeah. you know in 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 the whole of Disney films. You know, I feel like a two-star rating is, you know, it's just kind of smack dab in the middle. It's it's competent. <laughs> yeah, I'm really torn on whether to give it a full face or not because I'm not sure that I necessarily would recommend it. Uh, so I think for that reason, I'll say it's it's a half a face. I did enjoy watching yeah. it. If you want to do what we're doing and watch all the Disney movies, then of course watch it. And there's some enjoyable yeah. things. But also, this this may be an argument either way to watch it or not. It's only an hour and ten minutes long. It's it's it doesn't really yeah. have what? a plot, you know, a through plot, yeah. anyways. So for that reason, I don't know that I'd necessarily recommend it. But it's not bad. I thought I thought it was actually shorter than that. I thought the the Disney Plus version was only like fifty minutes. Maybe maybe I'm thinking of uh, the Three Caballeros, but. Yeah, that one's a little longer. I don't remember. I don't remember the run times, honestly. I actually, you know, you talked about that we watched these a couple weeks back, and that's that is true. I did, but because I forgot, I rewatched both of them this morning. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it only takes two hours to watch both of these. Yeah. As a stepping stone for films actually based in Latin America, that you know, still it took way too long for Disney to start. Right. branching out into that cultural air you know those stories there you know they, they're just starting to go there but you know this is kind of a stepping stone it was you know one of the first let's look into this let's look let's look into latin america and the stories that we can find there and right. again it took a sad 80 years to or 70 years i guess to start looking at it but we're finally there we're finally exploring more stories through disney yeah and i i do hope it continues and i hope that that it keeps on becoming more and more positive like there's definitely things that uh weren't so great that even came out during our our lifetime uh but they are they are getting better i do think i think they're Mm -hmm. making an effort to be better and have positive uh depictions of people of other cultures and I, I i think that we should encourage that i agree yeah and those interest me more because it's it's you know it's an actual story there's a yeah. there's a character to focus on and there's a full focal point um well i guess we'll, we'll get to those in about two years on this playlist right <laughs> well and uh should we should we move on to three yeah, couple years i think we should i think we should so here's my experience with the three couple euros okay uh here's here's even my notes my notes start with man donald duck is a weird character isn't he that's that's basically it Uh and then there's there's like a few more notes about physical absurdities uh about specifically about the penguins i like the penguins um the the first the first animation is called colt or okay i'm getting way ahead of myself the three caballeros is about basically it's donald duck's birthday right yeah. uh so he gets he gets three presents and the first one is a film projector and you know he plays the film projector 
and it has I think three uh, minis, mini shorts on you know I think stored it's, in the film. Uh, I think it's just two because just two. Yeah, because Baia is when Jose shows up. That's right. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, you're right. I remember now. So it's there's two. The first one is Cold Blooded Penguin, which is narrated by Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I think, oh man, I'm always forgetting that guy's name. Sterling Holloway? Uh, yeah, you got it right here. Let's see. Sterling Holloway, you got it right. Hell As yeah. Professor Hell Holloway. yeah, I love it. Yes. And, you know, anything narrated by him, I'm in love with. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is one of my favorite things Disney has ever created. Yeah. And I, like, I love listening to him talk. And here he's talking about a penguin that, if I'm remembering correctly is tired of the cold atmosphere and wants to move north and so he builds like a little raft and i can't remember where on south america i know he goes up the the west coast of south america i just don't remember where he, he ends up at. he ends up at the galapagos uh, thank you yeah and his little his little ice raft melts yeah <laughs> but yeah it's a it's a cute little story but i don't remember much about the penguin himself or herself right and so it's yeah, it's it's just the only thing I remember was the narration of that. I'm not so sure why it was included. Like, uh, I I know that like you said, he goes up the coast of Chile. I think maybe the other side. Yeah. I don't know. I I think the only reason why, because once again, this movie is focusing on Latin America. It it does. Mm-hmm. There's a big uh, uh, touch on Mexico in this movie too, but. Uh, which the other one did not have. Anywho, this one, I feel like the only reason why they included it was to show how close South America really is to Antarctica. <laughs> I think that's the only reason. Right. Yeah, there's not much in regards to Latin America, uh, in, in regards to educating about Latin America yeah. culture or anything in this in this little skit. But it's fun. But in the next one, there's a there's a little bit in the next one, which right. is uh, the flying gauchito. Yep. And sadly, again, the only thing I remember about this is I think a little boy finds a donkey with wings. Yes. And he names it burrito. Yeah. Which is Spanish for for little donkey. Yeah. So you know. Which it makes how sense. did that end name. up being my favorite food? Like I mean, where where is the history? <laughs> Like, I know. I remember in my Spanish class, we asked my Spanish teacher that, and he told me the story. But I just don't. Sadly, I don't remember it. I wasn't a good listener when it comes to yeah. uh, the class atmosphere. I have I have a little story in my head that I just imagined, where like give it to me uh, because the because the burrito is folded the way it is, it kind of looks like maybe a wrapped up pack that you would put on a donkey. Ooh. Like, maybe. 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 Or maybe or, the first versions of it had little legs and little ears on the on the on the burrito itself. That's like, right, and was made with donkey meat. Ooh, um, yeah, and it, it and they made it. it they just made it look like a little donkey, yeah. Yeah, they're like, it's a little donkey. And what what's in it? Donkey. A little bit of donkey. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of donkey. <laughs> I I uh I hope that might be bad. Offensive. Yeah, I hope that's. Not I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're apologizing up front and immediately. We're so sorry. Um, I'm but sorry, no, that's yeah. that's all I remember 
That's all I remember about the Flying Gauchito. I can't remember much there, about there that like animated skit. An exo expose of different birds that the the same narrator was talking about, and and that's huh. about it. Uh, there was one bird that they talked about uh, that I I can't remember what the bird was called, but he was he was pretty annoying. But he had like a running bit throughout the whole movie where he would come in and and like dance around and sing his song that was really just something i can't remember <laughs> how it goes like i but i remember being like okay that's funny but i hope it stops soon <laughs> uh. but yeah after after that uh the film reel, reel ends you know i can't remember who gave him the film reel uh, it was a friend uh, from latin america that right donald must have you know met on his tourist trips and saludos amigos i guess that's right and direct sequel uh, it's a direct sequel yeah and then uh how, how did you pronounce it, it was baella i think it is baella baella yeah baella happens and i don't remember how it starts i don't remember the gift that donald opens all i remember is this was the moment where i felt like i had dropped acid because <laughs> shit got weak i wrote all i have written down is baella where shit gets weird that's all <laughs> i wrote does. down for this and so like i wasn't on i wasn't on anything watching this i want to be very clear up front about that no no cop should be coming to break down my door i might have had a couple beers that was it and like it literally felt like i had dropped acid because i i don't want to spoil what happens yet because i want to work up to it but I want you to work it up to it because I don't remember what starts it all. Sure. So, goes and opens the other present because it was glowing, which was also weird. Uh, but <laughs> he opens it, and it's a book, and it opens up, and it's a pop-up book, and the pop-up is this little town, and Jose jumps out of the book. And that's how Jose is introduced into that, this. That's right. This story. That's right. They have he has technology or something to like shrink them and enlarge them, right? They, he he does it just by blowing on his finger. Oh, he has he has magic. Yeah, he's got <laughs> some kind of magic. Uh, oh, but shit. I think that actually happens at the end of it when they go to open his last present. But at at this point, they go in back into the book. And yeah. they go to Bahia, which is a, a town in Brazil, I, I would presume, because that's where Jose's from. And, and as is as was established with the last movie, whenever Jose's around, good music ensues. I do that's remember right. that I yeah. enjoyed the music whenever Jose was around. But the shit that got weird was when they go into the pop-up book, the people they meet are live action. And I wasn't yep. expecting that, man. It scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> like, I was like, wow, this is really fun. Yeah, they did the opposite as in Saludos. In Saludos, it starts off live action. They're like, and this is what they did. And, and yeah. then they show the cartoon. It's like very presentational as in like in Fantasia was. Where this one, the cartoons just bump into real people. <laughs> oh my god. And, and, then, and then Donald just starts like weirdly hitting on one of them. Like he yeah. he becomes obsessed with one of the singers. Yeah, she's selling cookies and singing a song, and he's like, or whatever. See, I can't do Donald Duck. Yeah, the heart, and, the heart coming out. 
<laughs> yeah, the hard. That might that might have classic... that might not have actually happened, but did it actually happen? I can't remember. I, like, he I had, like... feel like I remember seeing it now that you said it, but it might just because yeah. it's a classic cartoon thing. The singer is I don't want to mispronounce her name, but I will. Aurora Miranda. Maybe I didn't. Anyhow, <laughs> she she does have a beautiful singing voice, and she is oh, yeah. a very beautiful woman. And but donald throughout this film is just hounding after women it is ridiculous and it's it's like oh god i mean like the social norms were completely different back then but still yeah like i don't know i feel like even back then they would have been like like, yeah I, that's what saying? I'm thinking. I'm thinking back then, like, parents would be like, I don't want my kid to be thinking this is okay. You know, it's like, I don't want him to, like, see a duck and get in, turned on. <laughs> 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 it's like, it's like with that, uh, it's like with, I think it was Fantasia where it had the, uh, the centaur women. Yeah. Where they were bathing and then the centaurettes, yeah. right? Those centaurettes, uh, and they, yes. uh, yeah, and they, and they came out of the water and it's just like, it's like, ooh, naked women bathing. And then they come out and it's like, oh naked centaur women bathing <laughs> yeah it's just geez, like what are yeah. you what are you trying to what what are you trying to fetishize in our kids here disney yeah i don't know he he definitely wants to see his cartoons get with some ladies apparently um, and real live action ladies at that yeah, not just not action. just animated ladies this must be pre-daisy um <laughs> <laughs> These are in uh, Donald's wild days. Uh, You know, the one thing, though, one thing that this movie did make me realize is that he is a cartoon sailor. Yeah, and And he's only, I think he's only like 10 years old, because I think this is like his 10-year anniversary. That must be why it was his birthday. Yeah, there you go. Um, There you go. Uh, Yeah, he's a sailor, which at the time, sailors had quite a reputation so maybe that was the joke they were playing with but right from from our experience throughout our life with donald duck it seems really strange right <laughs> yeah like, i'm just sitting there thinking like kingdom hearts and i'm just like man what was he thinking with like, all the human characters he's <laughs> was he attracted to any of them because like could they have explored any kind of romantic story there like right yeah like him and the you the square enix characters though <laughs> yeah like you know it's like if if they've already the established it i'm not i'm not gonna mock them you know it's it's an in in the game it's an animated world so like if they want right. to explore a, a donald duck square enix character sure. relationship by all means so though that's i mean from, that is pretty much what happened in in Bahia. and from there where we go into las posadas everything's in spanish what happened we're from Portuguese to Spanish. And I honestly, I don't remember this one. This is after, after, uh, Baia, even though yeah. I, I was still watching again, I did not pull out my phone. I did not read a book. I watched this whole thing after Baia. I remember nothing. That... All I have written down. That's when I started drinking more too, was because of the live action <laughs> shit. I was just like, all right, I'm going to start drinking more. So that, that definitely went into play here. Sure. But all I have written down after that was Jesus' birth reenactment. That's it. 
That's all I had. Oh my god, I don't remember that at all. I blanked that out. Oh yes, I do remember. I do remember. And it was actually really cute, but like, it wasn't fully animated. It was done like storybook style, where it it explained... First they introduce the, the new character... And why can I not remember his name? He's the uh, Panchito. Panchito. And he's a rooster. He's a Mexican rooster. And he they introduce him. And they're chumming around. And then he tells the story of how uh, in Mexico, the, tr- the nine days leading up to Christmas, it's tradition for the, car- for the children to go around carrying this... Uh, little depiction of like the the nativity scene i think yeah and it's supposed to be the story of mary and joseph getting refused shelter and then eventually the house is like you can come in there's room for you here and then they have a big party i think that is an awesome tradition i mean you know like we're we're not christian we've we've said this on several times Mm -hmm. i was raised christian and i was too it's it that's a lovely little tradition i think yeah uh and you know it teaches charity too yeah it's it's more like okay sorry to all of our christian fans it's more endearing than what christmas is because you know christmas has just become a season of just buying and shopping and gifting and like uh again i work I work at an area where we deal with money and when we have to give people money, they're like around the Christmas time, they're like, give me the Christmas bills you have. And it's like, all right, if you're not going to actually give somebody a gift, why does it matter what the bill looks like? You know, they're going to use money no matter what. It's just money. That's true. It's legal tender. So it's, and yeah. And so it's like, it, it is nice to see other Christmas traditions that, you know, I hope they're still, you know maybe in use or yeah, you know I still being so honored too, somewhere in the that's world that's cute and, and the 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 depictions of the children were really cute too yeah it, it gives a it gives a good moral story uh you know it's yeah. like as you said it's charity and so it's you know it's it's just nice and if christmas could go back to being that you know to being what it's meant to be what it's supposed to sure. be about that would be nice but America's society and capitalism has just yeah. grabbed that and choked it to death. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, and, you know, I do love buying people presents, though. Uh, watching kids yeah, I do presents. Too. Like, I got a bunch of ne- a nephews and a niece, and it's really cute to watch yeah. uh, their faceless smiles. Gift-giving itself is still enjoyable. I just feel yeah. like shopping has choked the enjoyment of it out. <laughs> You know, it's there's so much greed you. and greed around and it, the holiday, and it's. And I feel like I sound like an old man, but it just happens so much earlier every year. Damn, <laughs> we're just old man. We hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> Why they always gotta start playing the Christmas songs on November first? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It ain't been Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> Not in this country. <laughs> Halloween ain't dead. Damn it. <laughs> so. That ends, that portion of the show ends with them messing around with Donald trying to get him to hit a pinata. And it was funny, but I don't know if it needed to happen. He hits the pinata, <laughs> and I think that's how we transitioned into the next one. I'm not really sure. But the next one, Mexico, Pazcuaro, Veracruz, and Acapulco. 
That's the title. Um, and that's all I, I had written down. They once again bad. go to a town and they're dancing. Uh, they take their flying serape, which I thought that was weird. I feel like that's kind of mixing cultures. I don't know if there's anything about serapes being able to fly in uh, Mexican folklore, but whatever. I don't think there is. But and <laughs> but we're interested in learning about it now. Yeah. So that... <laughs> we're, that's, yeah. Uh, and anyhow, they take it to Mexico and listen and learn about some Mexican songs and dances. And once again, Donald got to get them ladies. Jesus, man. Yeah. But he does dance and it's, it's pretty funny. And then Jose and Panchito pull him away. I was going to say, doesn't he kiss, uh, does he kiss Jose or does he kiss Panchito? I, I, I feel like that's in the next part. I think that's in the next part. Damn it! I just like okay. They all of them are like basically the same in my mind because they're all just him hitting on women, <laughs> live action women, and like I don't I don't remember anything but the singing. I remember constant yeah. song, and I remember him just like constantly being horny, and that's it. And I feel bad. Yeah. I feel real bad that that's all I remembered from it. Yeah. Well, see though. The reason why that's all you remember is because it just keeps on going because they pull him away from the dance floor and then all of a sudden they're at a beach. Same section of the show. All of a sudden they're at Mexico <laughs> Beach. He goes down there and starts chasing the bathing suit women back and forth. There, That's another thing I did want to talk about the film is that the the women on the beach, they, like, I don't think they were being portrayed by uh, white people, but they were definitely the palest Mexicans, uh, like just as a whole there, there was not yeah. that lot much color. Like every single person was pretty freaking pale. And I think that was probably some racist choices of the era, which yeah, stinks. probably Disney not wanting to hire minorities. Yeah. I think that kind of happened in both movies. Like at the very beginning of Saludos, when they're at Lake Titicaca, like though they, they looked you know they did not look like white people but the rest of the people in the film did and i feel like there's more not people there are more people who are yeah. not that pale there than there are pale people <laughs> so i don't think this is necessarily a fair representation of a day at the beach but yeah i you know i don't Probably know what the not. history was or the social norms were either yeah so I, I could be talking out my ass if i were to make a wager it was just again it's just that propaganda just like trying yeah. to appeal to the white man oh, well anyhow they pull donald out of the beach and that's when he kisses one of the two of them i can't remember i think it was jose <laughs> and yeah i thought it, i think it was jose then and i think jose liked it jose may have liked it i wish they had pursued that relationship yeah that would i like jose but they i think they did kind of show him swooning over a woman as well just not to the they keep on calling him a wolf in fact one time they call him a wolf in duck's clothing that's what they call oh my him. gosh uh so the last bit the last bit that's what brings us into the last bit because love is a drug that's that's uh, i don't know if somebody says that or but that's kind of the sentiment they're trying to get across do you want to explain what happens in this last bit I don't remember it. I uh, don't have anything written down yet. I, I didn't even write down the name of it. The, my notes end with Acapulco. And <laughs> yeah. then I have a and I have a summary of the overall and that's that's I don't know what happened. I was drunk. 
I, I feel like so, I was drunk. I, I don't remember how much I drank after the live action occurred. <laughs> <laughs> so the section is called You Belong to My Heart and Donald Surreal Revery. Revelry? Maybe Revery. I don't know. But either way, surreal is the uh, the keyword here. It, it, it was some weird shit. Like, if you could just look up this part, I would recommend doing that. Just just looking up this because it is something else. And I'll have that, to. It it was it is so weird. Like like I said, I watched it today and I still don't know what the hell happened. So <laughs> I think we talked about that film. Uh, yeah. I'll give I'll give a closing statement if you're if you're good. Go for it. Yeah, go uh, for it. I liked this one better than the other one, even with Donald being a horn boy. So, uh, like there was more of a through plot, man. I still don't know if I'd give it. Yeah. I'd say give it a full face. It is definitely a cartoon of the era that I laughed more Mm. at it. And, uh, I do like Jose and Panchito. And in fact, there is a sequel to this called the legend of the three caballeros that came out two years ago. So I'm kind of interesting. I'm kind of interested in seeing how they handle these characters. Now. <laughs> Hopefully with respect. Yeah. Yeah. I give it two stars again. The, the through plot and being, you know, having more of a, a tale to tell, you know, Donald's birthday and the gifts he got and, you know, explaining, exploring those gifts and the meanings behind them. That definitely made me more interested and I wanted to give it more. But the live action really fucked with me. And if I had known going in, it would have been fine. <laughs> if, if I did, like, totally would have been okay. But it really, I was not okay with it. I was like, this is so weird. And Donald hitting on all the women was just like, no, this is like... It, again, it doesn't ruin my childhood, but it's just like, oh right. man, this is this character so is much weird. different than what I expect, what I know yeah. of him now. I mean, he does get a lot of kissy face from da- Daisy, but like I, I still did not recognize Donald as a highly sexual being as a child. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all my all my notes say after the after all the stories is I thought I dripped acid. Donald lusting after real women, yuck. Oh. And I fell asleep. I think halfway through, but I didn't. <laughs> I did not, but I thought I had, because yeah. I just don't remember that the last part of this. But I do remember, you know, I remember, I remember just the the blanket statement of Donald lusting, and yeah. that's that's all that's I so remembered weird. for the back half of this movie, and it was so weird, and it, that's why I couldn't give it a higher rating than two. Yeah, yeah. But it is it is definitely more interesting than the first one than Saludos Amigos. So I think from what you're saying, they. Uh... The Three Caballeros wins the uh, the sequel smash part of this playlist episode. It so, does. Yeah, I guess that's our show. I mean, we'll be back next Monday with Make Mine Music, or Make Music Mine, Mine Music Make, Music Make Mine. Make me my music. <laughs> I'm the Green Traveler from Gorsh. Oh, yep, he sure is. I am the Faceless Leone. I'm filled with potatoes, just like you. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Safe travels. No, no, no. You don't get to end it on that last episode. <laughs> you fried up and served our, our potatoes like french fries and curly cues. 
and now I, that might not be last episode that was episodes ago back in january uh i'm weird time in editing people i'm so sorry but now now you're eating our potatoes yeah what the fuck man well, do you want us to have fans hey you know if they're just gonna be sitting there fried up you might as well be filled with potatoes. This is why the government wanted to keep you a oh, secret. you're right. This is the part that they're talking about me being scary. You're one to eat humanity. I see well, your they game. Just, they I look see like potatoes. What am I supposed to do? I'm just trying to blend in and live my life, and you're trying to eat them all. Hey. Oh, God, are we going to war? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks19. If you want to learn more information about us, check us out on Facebook. You can also check out the Facebook and Instagram accounts of FictionWorks19. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, or subscribe wherever you catch the show. Thank you all very much for listening.